Hello and welcome to Game Woven, a collaborative storytelling collective building a world one game at a time. Now, this next arc is going to be a little different from the ones we've done previously, where very lovingly calling it the God Potluck. This is because each of the five of us founding core members of Game Woven are going to be gathering our own table, playing our own different games to build out and elaborate on the different pantheons and worshipping systems of the setting. So for the next couple weeks, I have taken the keys and will be playing Fiasco by Bully Pulpit Games. If you like what we're doing here, you can follow us on Twitter at GameWoven, or you can join our Discord and check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash GameWoven. Game Woven, a story building, a storytelling collective making a world one story at a time. I am once again running away with the house keys. I'm Robbie Rowan here with a group of very good, very chaotic friends to finish telling a very chaotic and dramatic story. That's right. Today we're going to finish off our game of Fiasco, designed by Jason Morningstar and put out by the people at Bully Pulpit Games. But we, of course, need to reintroduce ourselves to our wonderful gods and the state we left them in. So I am playing Nayaka, the god of heroism and kind of mortal at this point. And we'll go across the line here to our wonderful JV. Tell us, tell the people about yourself, and then once you plug yourself, tell us about what god you are. Hello, y'all. I am JB, aka Red, Black, Golden, on pretty much everything across all the different forms of social media. The old ones that we hate, the good ones that are non-existent because good social media doesn't exist, and the ones that new and interesting. The one I like most is YouTube at the current moment, where there are video essays and fun things for people to see and look at, potentially, if I've gotten my shit together enough to add more things to the list of things that are there. The character that I'm playing today is Squid, uh, who uses he-him pronouns and is the god of ink and paper. Old, forgetful, Covered in tattoos, looks like a lumberjack hipster specifically, and just full of chaos. <laughs> well, you know who I know who's full of something? Big bees. <laughs> wow. I mean, you're not wrong. I am full of something. But hey, what is up, it's everyone? Chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go with chaos. I'm Big Bees, your help, your happy, helpful harbinger of hype. 
I am here. I am a speedrunner, voice actor, TTRPG content creator. I do a little bit of everything. Do it well, but I do it, and I have fun doing it. So I am going to be continuing playing my wonderful, wonderful, wonderful bean, Gladius, <laughs> who is the god of hedonism. Hell <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. They have they them pronouns. And I'm to, to move us swiftly on from, from that voice, uh, Marquise, <laughs> party time. Hi, everybody. I'm Marquise, sometimes known as Party Time Online, your internet ex-boyfriend. Don't worry, it was amicable. And I am playing Tensos, the deity of diligence. Rob didn't want me to just say I am the god of overworked, overstressed secretaries, but that's technically what they are. <laughs> Don't let him fool you. They, them, pronouns. It was just more that I didn't, I found it hard, like, branding of the temple, right? Like, even if it's that's what it- It's just filing cabinets. <laughs> it's not even a temple, it's just an office. Yeah. It's an office max. It's more expensive to make it that sign mm, than yeah. just God of Diligence, Yeah, right? Deity of Diligence. Yeah. All right, incredible. And last, but certainly not least, Sanctum Cosplayana. I thought you were going to say something about being the opposite of amicable with the fact that I'm playing the absolute worst character in this game. And last but not least, the opposite of amicable. Thank you. Uh, Anna. Hi, I'm Anna, also known as Sanctum Cosplays. You can find me somewhere on the internet. I don't know. Look me up. You'll maybe find me. I am part of the soon-to-be-released, hopefully, fingers crossed, at the time of the release of this episode, Eden's Fall Podcast, a Lancer actual play podcast. We'll see if it, you know, is out at that time. I don't know. Time is a soup. Um, I am playing the problem. It's me. Hi. Pritera, who is the goddess of starting weather events. Can she stop them? Absolutely not. Does she have any control over them? Hell no. But she sure as hell can start them. And I really want to point out that Rob and I decided we made it really canon that though she can control the weather everywhere on the world, the one square mile beneath the Pantheon on which we sit is like, no, everyone's like, do not build there. Just don't, don't. That's where it's always, the, just do not build there. So there's like one square mile where everything just hits really hard, but also like she controls everywhere else, but there's just one square mile where everyone's like, please don't, please don't, don't do it. It's dumb. But yeah, no, I'm playing the problem. That's me incredible before i get into the recap i'm gonna we're gonna do a little bit of mechanics talk and then i'm gonna recap so we can get right back into it so we have done all of act one which is two scenes per per person act two is much the same with two differences first is that we have our tilts now these were generated in the last episode if you weren't there, we have basically two prompts chosen by us, generated by the game, to incorporate however we want. If I was being pedantic, I would say we have to, but this is more like, you know, giving us ideas. So our first one is you thought it was taken care of, but it wasn't. And two, misdirected passion. So those are kind of our, like, two prompts by the game going into the second and final act of our story, which will also be just two scenes per person. That's it. And then we go to Aftermath. The second thing to note is that 
It wasn't going to come up in Act 1. But there are not infinite good and bad cards in this game. There are only four positive outcome cards left. The rest are six negative outcomes. So when resolving scenes, only four of these scenes can go positively for the person who started them. So bees stop hogging them. I'm just saying I'm amazing, so don't hate. With that said, a brief recap. We are in the Lucent Realm, the home to this pantheon of five major deities. The the Lucent Realm has been shaken of late due to multiple schemes firing all at once. Most of them, however, revolving around a weapon, a weapon capable of killing a god. Our wonderful god of overworked accountants, Tensos, believed it to be taken care of, had it filed away, or at least was trying to make it so. However, the collusion of their twin Gladios, as well as Squid, made that very clearly not the case. And it's not entirely clear, but it seems likely that Gladios may have the weapon for fact, but it could also be with Squid. We'll find out in play. Nayaka and Pratera also have had some marital troubles insofar as they're no longer married. In a, in a final confrontation, our last scene of Act 1 in Tensos's office, after Tensos and Nayaka had just connected and reassured each other, Naka set down an ultimatum for Pratera to essentially try and connect and, and commiserate with him, and saying that if she left the room, that they would annul their marriage, which we don't know the exact ramifications of, but we know it's bad. We know it, it, like, this marriage happened for a cosmological in our pantheon region reason. So, we are coming back with Gladios, possibly with a god-killing weapon. Squid, fully up to date on all of this through various vials of ink and pieces of paper which people have been using left, right, and center. Pratera storming out of Tensos's office with some kind of catastrophic weather event happening below, and Nayaka and Tensos standing probably slightly awkwardly and tensely in their office. There's no guidelines as to who does the first scene. I feel like Pratero would be a great option. Gladios would be a great option. I would love to take the first scene if Please I could. do, because I'm like, you stormed out. Where'd you go? <laughs> to Squid. That's where I went. So you're establishing? I am establishing. Incredible. Establish a way, please. Pratera has gone to Squid, seeing as Squid may be the only, and this term is used lightly, sane individual left for Pratera to talk to. Yes. Pause for car. Um, <laughs> I don't know if y'all could hear the vroom vroom, but I sure as hell could. Lucent Realm was lousy with cars, y'all. Oh my god. Anyway, Pratera 
has some feelings, she has some thoughts, she has some frustrations. She is going to find Squid, assumably, I believe he's in his office. Is that where he last? He last went to his office with one of Gladios's boy toys to go look for the object that you stole from Gladios, right? Is that where Squid was last? Yes, that is exactly where I went. With or without the candy apple, I cannot remember, but that is oh, the yeah. point. Yeah, that uh, was a sticky, a sticky situation, quite literally. Indeed. But yeah, I think the scene really is just like Pratera in all of her seven foot tall, like, you know, Goliath woman glory. Normally she looks very dainty as she like seemingly floats across the floor with like wind gently blowing through her hair. This bitch looks like she just got eaten up by a tornado. Like her hair is in mats. It is not rustling gently with each step. You can hear small bits of like thunder rumble underneath her feet. Um, So you know how like normally you can hear like heels clacking down the hallway? Instead, it's small bits of like thunder and you can feel the floor shaking as she is walking, power strutting to Squid's kind of own domain and office as she just like... Yes, yes, come in, come in. Door just, like, whips open like it's been hit by a wind gust. She's not touching it. The door just slams open. Oh. Well, okay. Ah, hello, hello. You've... You've been dealing with some things today, haven't you? (sighs) Ah. I have. Most definitely. Do you have time? You have time. And she just decides Squid has time and closes the door behind her. By all means, dear, please take a seat. And a seat made of of inky shadows is underneath you. And and just so you, you can sit down. Would you like a cup of tea? I am not so sure that your tea would not be spiked with ink, so I'm okay, thank you. Fair, fair point, fair point indeed. What is on your mind? I will assume you know, since you see everything paper and ink-related. I sure do. I still have my old office bugged. We'll talk about that later. I... (laughs) Mm. I not only need help finding something, a document very important, that seems to be in Tensos' office, but I also just kind of want to scream into the void. Oh, the void, the void full of shadows. Inky darkness and shadows indeed. Feel free to scream into all of the voids. I might take a little transcript here and there if it gets particularly flowery and poetic. By the way, you have killed an inordinate number of my writers today, and I am extremely upset about this, but it's fine. Technically, it wasn't me. It was the weather that I started. It wasn't... I can't stop it. Ah, that's true. We do need to work on that, but anyway... I also don't necessarily... Is this a thing where I can consent to not having you record me? I feel like, though, that should be something I can opt out of. Partially. Except for the fact that, you know, there are books that seemingly seem to be writing themselves that I have no control over. A little bit have control over, but 
I don't remember how to turn them off, so they are just going at the moment. So the transcript will be there anyway. This just going to happen, but no one sees those books anyway. It's fine, except me, because I like to review things, as it were. Fine. I don't know how much you know about my current romantic situation, or lack thereof. <laughs> so... <laughs> Squid is going to pull, like, a piece of paper out of nowhere, and it is divorce papers. And... Just is gonna lay that in front of you. Do you really think now is the time to be doing this? Really, right now in this moment? Oh, darling, they're already there and signed. You signed them when you walked out of that door. There's just a contract for it right here. So, yes, I'm aware of what happened. Ooh. I don't know how to feel. And I was wondering if perhaps in all of those books you've read, you have one that could help me. Hmm. Define help. Because you see, there are lots of different ways right now that I could in theory help you. For example, I could suggest to you the most, most diverting of books. That will take your mind off of literally all of this because it is an adventure that is so perfectly, extremely relevant specifically and only to you. I could do that immediately without question, but I feel like you might mean a different type of help. Tensors had mentioned that they were never happy with me, Ooh. and I was unaware as such. Hmm. They never told me, and I don't know why. And I don't know how to fix that. Oh. Oh, I see. Oh, trying to fix matters of the heart. Oh, dear, dear. This does sound interestingly like an adventure. An adventure that needs a hero which is so deeply ironic. Oh, so deeply ironic. That said, there is something I can offer you, I think. One moment as I browse and see if I can find it. And <laughs> he stands up and walks over to one of the many stacks of loose paper that is just chaotically laying about on the floor and perhaps one of them it's sort of just sort of all forms into a bound book and after a couple more seconds he taps it again words sort of form on the cover and it's how to lose a guy in 50 days the book is is just not that into you <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're going with it. The book is... Book it, title is just not that into you. Other life lessons that need to be learned over time, even by deities. 
Oh. Well, this title is a little hyper-specific and a little... Wildly aggressive as her eyes begin once again to shift and the rain starts once more. I'll be honest, this is not the one I was looking for. But this is one that showed up. So whichever the second thing is that we find here, take this one as well. I think chapter nine will be especially helpful. That said, do you think a little bit that uh, the one that you are so, so deeply enchanted with seems to be more than likely a being of order. And if the copious deaths of all of my favorite writers on this particular day is any indication you, like me, dear one, are indeed a being of complete and utter chaos, and fundamentally sometimes it might just mean that we have to suffer by not getting the things that we want. Kateris stands grabs the book so slowly, like fingers curling around it in like a, a death grip, turns, looks at Squid with like the most painfully reserved stature. You can tell she is physically uncomfortable and like just gentle tremors of anger as she just nods, turns exactly 180 degrees, and walks out, pausing at the door to go, you aren't very helpful, and then lets the door slam behind her. She's not wrong. <laughs> and scene. Hey gang, do we think that went good <gasps> or bad? Oh my gosh, that was so great for you, Patera. <laughs> Absolutely, perfectly terrible. <laughs> I'm just gonna put a a two and bump that one yeah. bad into a two bad and, you know if we think maybe i was wrong we can find out but just gonna like put that there to. see we'll, we'll just kind of like feel it out how, about how many have thing? we clarified how many gods that sword can kill because we've added a new one to protera's list of just Ooh, other gods that sword should kill oh so now i got two out for me okay great cool <laughs> Squid's gonna be dead by the end of day. It's fine. <laughs> Incredible. I'm gonna reverse the order from the last act because I think that's more fun. Toss it up a little. So that'll bring us to Pensos, Marquise. Oh, crap. I guess it would be me. Establish or resolve. Okay, so we're in an office together after that. Mm -hmm. Seen, so I feel like something has to be said or done at this moment. So would that be establishing or resolving? If that's what you think needs to happen, that's you establishing it. Otherwise, you're leaving it up to the uh, us peanut gallery to establish what is going on. I think I want to establish, and I think that the scenario is two people just watch the goddess of natural disasters storm out of the office after being given the ultimatum of, hey, like, if you leave, it's over. So someone has to make the first move, and I guess it's, it's up to us to see who goes down which path. Okay. 
Sounds good. The door like slams and I, I definitely feel like there's that loud silence that sometimes happens when something really important happens and nobody is saying or moving anything afterward. The the cabinetry, uh, the filing cabinets along the wall just like rattling for a couple of seconds after the slam. Tensos probably couldn't be tenser at the slamming of the door. Uh, just because he doesn't like doors slamming in his office. That means bad things are happening. But they put their hands into their ropes and look at Nayaka. And there's a flitting of emotions that first settles on, I think, pity as they say, I'm very sorry for your loss. I am not sure if there is any love lost between you. It seemed as if not. And they are so robotic because they don't have a, a good frame of reference to have to deal with the other side of divorce. If you need to talk about it, I am here and just kind of sits down in the chair that Pratera left. I feel a fool. For a mortal, it's been a long time. For a god, not. And yet I still... I asked for a very human thing from her. And I think maybe I forgot where and what I am now. The storm is very bad at finding its center enough to do so. So, she's trying to murder someone that I think is you? Yes. That seems quite self-evident. How do you wish to respond? I think... Nayaka has been holding themselves very, like, tensely, very angry. And you just kind of see the rage and anger just, like, melt out or just completely gone. I don't know. What does this mean for the Lucent Realm? Tensos? The last time Divinity was snuffed out. There was a lot of restructuring that had to happen. Divinity is a spark. It is a a fundamental force of the universe. When humans jump, their planet brings them back down to its surface. Gravity. And much like gravity, divinity is a force, a constant in the world, and the last time that that was gone, we had to find ways to quickly and decisively fill, more like paper over that hole, until the universe could, much like bleeding, uh, the universe had to staunch that, um, and so 
it took a lot of effort. And so if a god dies, which is something I would prefer to not happen from either side, that, that would just be a lot of a lot of problems. And I think that you probably see Tensos is always very keen on the the logistics of keeping existence in check. But like now there's that tension, a, a different kind of tension, like an actual fear of what will happen should a death of a god occur as just like memories flit through of divinity being extinguished and how bad it was. They are very, very, very much underplaying how much work went into it. I don't know, Tensos. You know Pratera better than probably anyone, I would think. As much as one can know a hurricane. Where I come from, hurricanes aren't immortal. That is true. They do end. She'll try to kill you. Now, on a professional level... Oh, good. I'm glad we're being professional now. That is a very, very big problem. On a personal level, I would be sad if you died. Naka, like, takes a moment to recognize uh, how significant that is to come from Tensos. Like, you see, they're about to, like, mock the, the wording of that, but then catches himself. Thank you, Tensos. Um, I would be sad to see anything happen to you as well. Hmm. So, I guess the question really is... Oh, I guess... This might be a, a, a thing that I have to solve more than you. You're the, 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 how would I, the, the victim in this case. I'm assuming you weren't trying to kill your wife before. The thought would never have occurred to me. Okay, so in that case, as you are the person who needs to be protected in this case, so... As I am the witness to this, it, it clearly falls to my jurisdiction to protect you, and I'm not sure how best to go about that. So I think it... it mm. Naka will put a hand on Tensos' shoulder, and I think there's just kind of like that, that spark of divinity, which doesn't often come out around Nayaka because it's not like a natural thing for them yet you are a problem solver the one thing being a hero an adventurer who were great things has taught me is that sometimes the lesser of two evils needs to be chosen now if I'm attacked I will defend myself. I don't think I can do anything to stop that from happening. I think you are the only one who can. So, I'm going to prepare. And you, I think, just start doing what you do best. Naka will 
give you a like uh, like a bit of a strained smile and start walking up. Hey, Peanut Gallery, do we think that went poorly or goodly for... For Tensos? Horrible. For, for Tensos, yeah. Cool, we're going to put a little bad... Hey, that's your first, My first negative bad. card. Yeah. So it's probably Welcome fine. Welcome to the club. Oh, the one time something's gone wrong for you so far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, objectively, this is the only bad thing that's ever happened, ever happened to Tensos. <laughs> On or off screen? Weird. Um, Everything's looking up, Tensos. Incredible. Well, Big P's, Gladius, established a result. Well, I think, oh man, I'm trying to, because I can't really think of anything exactly to establish. Because really, Gladius is just living their best life still. All this chaos is going on, and Gladios could not be bothered. The only thing that is, you know, there there is that one tiny little speck of shade in their paradise right now, and that is that item that is missing. Um, Shit, I didn't look for that yet. It is, yeah. <laughs> and that that little speck started just like a little like a little grain of sand, but it is steadily growing. And growing. It is about the size of a quarter now, and that is that is that is that is just eating away at uh Gladios. It sounds like you're establishing that you're gonna go make it happen, right? Gladios is not going to go anywhere. Gladios would like to send some spirits to go look for it, but at the same time the best way to put it is that Gladios, their whole existence has been pleasure and happiness. So even though this little metaphorical dark spot is about a quarter, about the size of a quarter, it is foreign and this is not, this is not something that they are enjoying. And to experience something that you do not enjoy is the complete polar opposite to what Gladios does and stands for. So this is this is this is starting to there there is another side. Uh it was all pleasure and now we're experiencing pain and not in a good way. And so uh yeah. I you know these I think you really I think you really eloquently stated why Gladios would leave his room to take care of this as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah. I think, okay, so yeah. I would say that it, that they would never do that. They would never get up and leave, but because of this just polar opposite feeling that they're, that is br just growing inside them, that they they can't sit still, and I guess completely out of the entire existence of Gladios is getting up and walking out of their walk. And that doesn't even, like, gently spread the beads. Real quick, did we ever figure out what the item is? Because I oh, did. I know exactly know. what it is. Oh, okay. I know exactly what it is. I don't know. <laughs> I know Squid asked Gladios, and Gladios was like, you know exactly what it is. 
I mean, I as a reminder, no the the, re the relationship crazy. between you two is weapon, the only thing that can truly kill you. Yeah, and, oh, uh, and that, that squid swindled me. So, I guess the only question then for your establishing is, do you make it to your destination, or do you run into someone in the hall? Mm, have we had a conversation, Gladios and Nayaka? No, not yet. I think I think now is the perfect time. Then all right. I think as you know, because Nayaka just left the office, just mm -hmm. left, left just stormed out, office. Yeah. yeah, and I think even with all this horrible, terrible day happening to them, they are kind of completely caught off guard by the less than jovial expression upon Gladios's face as they are just marching towards uh, Squid's office. You. Why is your face doing that? What do you mean? It... I didn't know it could do that. Stop it. It's weird. What are you... I don't... I don't have time for this. I have something very important to take care of. So, you can take oh. you and all your rippling, glistening muscles, and you can go somewhere. Yeah? Did you run out of oil? <laughs> oh, no. God, no. I will never watch <laughs> and like the spirit appears with like a big old just a gourd full of oil I will never ever run out but what I am running out of right now is patience so if you'll excuse me the lucent realm may crumble to war and you are worried about what exactly Gladios. Something you don't understand. <laughs> I see. I see. Only the wise and benevolent god of pleasure and overindulgence could enlighten my humble self as to what could possibly be so important today of all days. Oh... This is not, this is not, this, no, no. I, I, Nayaka, I would highly suggest, because I don't, I don't, there is something inside me, and I wish not to let it free until I figure out what it is. So I would suggest it would behoove you to go on your way. It's always a pleasure to see you. And it's even more so to watch you walk away. But uh, we can have this conversation later because I have something to do. And, and I, don't, I don't know why, but I need, I, oh, I, I need to do this. Oh. Naka will, will take like a step forward. I think I'm not going to let a god tell me what to do today. Oh. My God, you pompous goody-two-shoe boy scout of a pretend God. How about if you focused more on your failing, crumbling marriage that is a sham to everyone here, then maybe your wife would be pleased for once in the last 15 eons. And everybody, even you, could be happy for once. 
Does that sound like maybe something you can handle? Ex-wife. Oh, so at least someone's making good choices. Oh, goodbye. And just pushes past, uh, or tries to push past Nayaka. I would say I am very oily right now, so if you try and grab me, I will let you know that. Yeah, no, I think definitely tries to, like, do the grab you by the arm to stop you, and just, like, slips out. I'm not gonna forget this. Oh, another thing that has slipped out of your fingers, and just walks off towards Squid's office. All right. <laughs> Peanut Gallery, how do we think that went for, for Gladios? I think everybody has to, like, give them a second Recover? before they can... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Girl, I don't even know. <laughs> I... <laughs> I don't think it went well for anyone. I think that was a fundamental bad day for Gladios. Gladios is coming to terms with the fact he feels things other than lust, and I yeah. think that's bad for him. Well, he did still feel a little bit of lust, but I mean, yes. I mean, that, but that's, blood, listen, apparently. horny, well, I mean, no, more lust for wigs because snatched. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Fucking dead. I can't. Bees funded a whole goddamn public actually, library system. This is this is actually a great moment to ask for mm-hmm. context of, of for background of Gladios. Has he ever gone off on somebody like that no, in his entire ever. the very first time he's ever had to do that? Yes, and that's why it was so intense because it wasn't even that much of an annoyance. It's that they are dealing with this negative emotion that they cannot get rid of. They've experienced things that they're like, mm, that is not my bag, no, mm-mm, I don't like that. But then it's just been like, dismiss and move on to something else. This is eating away at them. Mm. The gulf from zero to any is always bigger than any to infinite. Every time. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I still feel right. bad for Gladios, uh, by yeah. the way. Just bad. Bad. Yeah. We might run out of bad outcomes. We might have to <laughs> turn scenes out to be good. Can we pause for just one moment? Bees, in the Gladios voice, could you just say the library is open? Just for me. Oh, well, guess what, Nayaka? Uh, the library is open, and you are about to get read. Mm-hmm. You better work. Because the reading is? Oh, oh no, no. All right. <laughs> JV, establish mm-hmm. or resolve. I... I want to resolve this issue of the missing item because, girl, at this point, I still ain't know what this item is. Do you want me to tell you or we want to leave it a mystery? It sounds like we're establishing that this is the scene where this gets done. So this is between Gladios and Squid. What is the state that Gladios finds you in, Squid? And, And we'll go from there. So Squid is frantically, after having mentioned that book a few minutes ago to a completely different, to a completely different deity, Squid is now going to that book and remembering, for once remembering, oh, I don't have to remember this. Oh my god, it will be in this book if I just look at this goddamn book. 
and find the right page. Maybe, just maybe, it will have the information in it to help fix this issue, and maybe I'll be able to find it. Who knows about that next part, but at least I'll find the page that says what the thing is that I borrowed, slash lost, whatever. So he is frantically just going page after page, except this way to, you know, going backwards into the book, but, you know, further back, just trying to find anything. Yes, um, oh, no, no, not that, not that. Pretty sure it wasn't the toilet paper. I think about this time, um, also very uncharacteristically of Gladios. I think just SWAT kicks the door in. Oh, Jesus Christ. Squid, I have... Oh, I have given you more, more than enough time to return it to me. And because of this, I... Can you not see that I am looking in the book to find the thing in the first place? Do you understand what I have just done? I just went off on someone. And not because it was their kink. Oh, oh my God, the world's are crumbling. I just expressed a negative emotion because of you. I, oh. I don't like this. I don't. And I don't like to say that I don't like this or have to say that. So it is continuously, infinitely compounding because you will not return it to me. Uh, I am trying to return this item. I just can't seem to find it. I had to send Walter back in the middle of a session because I could not sit here anymore. And you know Walter's my favorite. Oh, dear me. It wasn't the infinite bottle of lube, I presume. I no, know I have five I of them. That. Okay, I figured it wasn't that. Don't really know why that's listed here. But... I told you you could have that as a gift. Oh, you know exactly you. what you quote-unquote borrowed, <laughs> but refused to return. It wasn't the... Was it the... With the... And the... And the... Uh-huh. <laughs> no, dear listeners, I'm not oh. describing this, the shapes and, and symbols I just made. I'm not describing that. No. Oh, absolutely not. Exactly. With the... Because I think I might know where that is. Oh, I'm realizing something. Um, okay. So. I will make this very easy for you, Squid. You just sit back and just don't get in my way and they are going to clap twice and like 10 like spirits are going to appear and they're just going to look at them and be like, find it. I don't care how, find it. 
and the spirits are just going to start like combing through the room not in a super gentle or caring manner they're kind of just pushing stuff over looking through everything um you see them pick up like ink wells and feathers and look at them and like books kind of open them flip through the pages and kind of toss it they're kind of tossing the room but they're like methodically moving their way through it and gladios is just sitting there with their arms crossed tapping their foot okay i mean i will be surprised if they wind up finding it here because i think i realized a little bit here what happened then what is that so do you remember that time i may or may not have sent somebody a little teensy tiny little bit of a quest to find a thing that was for some reason locked in a place where i couldn't find it Yes, your little weapon that you killed the the whoever that was, and now you can't find it. I know everyone's come to me asking for it, looking for it. I don't care. What does that have to do with anything? I don't think it was the weapon. I think I misplaced the weapon in a completely different location. Are, are you saying... Are you saying you lost... My quill! Inside of... Squid. Ah, this squid, of course. Another squid. An actual squid. I am not an actual squid. I could be an actual squid. And just Gladio starts, like, amping themselves up uncontrollably. And I think snaps and all the summons vanish and they just stare at squid and for the first time like there is no joy at all it is just a deadpan stare oh dear and then a smile slowly creeps on their face they turn away and and they turn around and walk off oh okay that did not go smoothly. Yikes. Okay. This is now the second time in like 10 minutes people have silently turned around and exited Squid's room. Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, busted down the door. The door and then, and then also yeah, silently yeah. left. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. That poor door. Okay. Or needs repairs. Um, Thank you for listening to Game Woven. Please give us a follow on Twitter at, at @gamewoven. Join the Discord, support the Patreon, and consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. This week's episode featured myself, Robbie Rowling, as well as Sanctum Cosplays, Party Time, Biggest underscore Bees, and Red Black Black spelled with a Q E E Golden. Thank you for listening.